Hey guys, this is Steve, and we've got a great show for you today. Our guest today is multi-multi-talented, okay? I can't say enough about it. She's into marketing. She's into design. She's an entrepreneur, um, graduate of Biola University, which I am as well, um, and she is an author and the founder, CEO of Gen Gen Community. So let's welcome Sarah Artano. Sarah, welcome to Talk. Hello. This is exciting. It's great to see you. Hey, this is so cool. I'm glad you're with us. I don't even know where to begin. How many hours do we have today? <laughs> no, 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 I bet I'm going to learn as much from this chat as well. So, oh, so many cool things. To talk about. Okay. You started Gen Gen Community uh, in a pandemic with yourself, and you ended up building this um, at least to a team of 11, maybe more by now. So, my question is, is for my own information, what is Gen Gen Community, and how did you? How did all this come about? How were you able to do this? Yeah, no, that's such a great question. It kind of just happened. So, Gen Gen is a nonprofit that myself and some friends started, but essentially, um, it's short for a generous generation. And what we aim to do is to redefine generosity. Mm. So, a lot of times, like as young people. Honestly, like we're kind of broke, you know, we're like in college paying off student debt. So (laughs) what does it mean? Does that mean that we as young people can't be generous? And so what we aim to do is kind of deconstruct that generosity isn't just about the dollar amount. It's actually about the heart. And like, when are we being genuine when we give, even if it's just a dollar? Mm-hmm. So practically, what we do is we hold sticker campaigns, just a sticker, you know, like you might even get one for free, like at a random event. But we have stickers that you can um, choose however much you want to give for one. And then all the proceeds of the campaign are given to the nonprofit that we're supporting. So we've supported Special Olympics and uh, Mobilize Love, which... Um, helps with marginalized communities in SF with food, and then also Open Meal, which helps um, restaurants that have been struggling due to the pandemic. Oh, great idea. Very much needed as well. Um, Unfortunately, there's too many restaurants, good restaurants that are struggling. Some have been able to recover a little. I love the whole attitude about being generous. Because as you've said, it you know, a dollar, maybe it's $2. Anybody can give something and it's that heart attitude and you mm-hmm. begin to change that. And I think, especially with, with uh, students, okay, yeah, you're struggling, but as you continue on that journey, you get through school, you find that career. And it sounds to me that it could be contagious. You know, as as you mobilize people, I mean, I'm thinking how cool a sticker, you know, and and to be able, I mean, that's so are all of the campaigns based on stickers then that Gen Gen community does like one of them says Special Olympics. um, And then this one was for open meal for the restaurants. So actually, what's really cool is we have independent artists who design them. And so it's Mm -hmm. community effort, where it's not just us creating something to push at people, but it's really like with people. And so, mm. yeah, that's that's kind of how it came about. You know, that's a difference between with 
or pushing somebody, mm. you know, I mean, and having independent artists that gives them exposure, that gives them experience. I mean, I love the the way those look. I mean, those are so cool. I guess at some point we better talk to you about doing a Utah sticker. I know, right? <laughs> Yes, we definitely want to do like partnerships and also make our model more accessible for others. So that's mm. in the line um, because like anyone can be generous and I think we have a really cool model like and so how can we share that with other people and mm. not just it for ourselves? That's something we want to explore in the future. Well, we'll definitely explore it with you as one yeah. organization anyway to get the word out because I love what you are doing. It's so needed and it's... I, I think it's just, it's cool that, you know, you mentioned partnerships. Um, mm -hmm. Have partnerships played an important part in the development of Jin Jin? Yeah. Um, actually, I recently learned um, at work, there was this really cool chat about partners at different levels. So I am a partner with um, my, I'd say she's like my co-founder, Kara. Mm -hmm. um, but we're also partners with the artists. We're also partners. Okay. Profits. We're partners with our community. And so what I really hope to do, like this is one of my personal core values, is collaborate over compete. Um, because a lot, especially being a business major, right, it's all about competition sure. and like gaining market share. But how can we collaborate and build things mm. and reframe the market so that actually um, we're building something that positively impacts people because at the end of the day all these companies they want to whether it's that nintendo creating smiles on people's faces or like any other nonprofit, they just genuinely want to help people like we all have this mm -hmm. and so why not partner together and build one another up um, oh it makes so much more sense to do that and and there's so much competition as it is in life just in general mm -hmm. but we're stronger when we can collaborate um you know it, for me i love having a crew around us i think you know we have interns in fact uh one of our interns jay introduced us to you i just feel like we're stronger in that kind of collaboration. And if we can work with other organizations, if we can help, like you said, build each other up, that's so needed today in in a very, almost a vicious uh, culture, I think sometimes. We started a campaign and we, we really need to expand upon it uh, a while back called hashtag goodbye, the number two and the word mean. Let's say goodbye to mean. People are just mean. I, I, it, I just sometimes I look at people and say, "What is your problem? Why do you have to be so mean?" It is that the way you want to. I mean, I keep always going back to what's been affectionately called, I guess, the golden rule. Right? Is that the way you want to be treated? Well, yeah. Why, you know, I mean, why treat somebody like that? I mean, it's we're all humans. Um, you know, I said this to a guy that was speaking at a at a protest. Um, you know, last year, so to me, I said, "Hey, dude, we you cut your arm, I cut my arm. Guess what? The blood's same color. Hmm. You know, our skin tone may be a little bit different, but we're all human. Can't we treat each other that way? Hmm. Oh, I love what you guys are doing. That is so cool. Okay. We'll have to talk about partnering definitely right. because that's that's what we're about. Um, you've said um, I saw this in, in something that may have been your website." that creative thinking comes from flipping the script mm. and reimagining the status quo. Unpack that. Yeah. So I think one thing that has been consistent in my life is I don't want to do what others are doing. Mm -hmm. I want to learn from them. And I think there's mm -hmm. genuinely, there's something to learn from everyone. And so yes. um, how can I take all those learnings 
and do the complete kind of like opposite in a way mm-hmm. um, of course like learning from their mistakes but one example to kind of make this more tangible is just the gen gen model so usually it's like okay i would pay like mm, like two three dollars for a sticker right mm-hmm. and so instead of making it like super cheap like a dollar or super expensive like ten dollars I had to ask myself, wait, why are there prices at all? It's because we put value on something. Oh, yes. like, completely reimagining the, the structures that we have in place um, to come up with more creative ideas. And so, like, if we don't have prices, like, what people are valuing is actually supporting the nonprofit. The sticker, mm. yeah, it's cool. It's a cool motivator to, like, help sure. support. Sure. But how do you reimagine the model so that um, you can genuinely help the end user? It's by maybe just in our cases, like by taking out a price tag altogether. And so that's what I mean by flipping mm. script is by a, like not doing what everyone else is doing, right? Which is by paying us for like five bucks for a sticker, but sure. completely changing up what's normal. So. Well, you know, I like that word reimagining. I, I frequently use the phrase think outside the box. Yeah. But I think reimagining takes think outside the box a step further in the right direction. Why not reimagine, rethink it, look at it from another angle, be creative. And I think going back to something you mentioned uh, a, a minute or two ago, collaborating, you know, whether that's collaboration within your organization or with other organizations, um, I welcome that collaboration. And I think we're stronger, we're better when we can collaborate as we're reimagining. I mean, that's, that's a, to me, that's a huge term. Um, reimagine what it could be like flip that script totally and that requires like empathy and truly Mm. to understand the other person's position because partnership isn't always easy like we all have different Mm -hmm. ideas and sometimes that clashes but can we take a step back and ask like why does this person think this way and like how can i seek to understand them better and so i think that's like something really key in good partnership in good um collaboration is like trying to understand the other person's position better because everyone has something valuable to offer. Like seriously, yes. like, even someone like way younger than me or way older than me, like age, sure. race doesn't matter. All these things don't matter. Like even if I completely disagree with you, you still have things to say that do matter. Oh, that's huge. I, you know, I have to bring out my, my drum hat for a second because it reminds me of the first drum teacher I had. I used to to live in Northern California, San Francisco Bay Area. And this guy, his name was Bill. He was like the number one call for television commercials and, you know, all this recording and stuff. And I had a chance to study with him as a high school student and it was huge, but something he said to me was profound. It, it has stuck with me to this day. And, and he kept saying, Steve, I want you to learn something from every drummer you hear. Mm-hmm. And, of course, my attitude stunk. You know, it was like, Bill, come on, please. Some of these guys couldn't play their way out of a wet paper bag. And he'd say, Steve, your attitude stinks. Mm-hmm. He said, maybe it's the way they tune one drum. Maybe it's one fill. Learn something from everyone. And that's what you're, you're building on, Sarah. It's, it, that's huge. We can learn something. It's an attitude. It, it's not only flipping the script, but it's flipping the attitude of our lives too and saying, hey, I want to get to know who you are. I want to know about you. Mm-hmm. Teach me. And and maybe you don't agree, and that's okay. We can agree to disagree. But to have that attitude of learning um, 
man, that is so important today. You know, and, and to me, that's a world changer. You know, it's, it's making a difference. Um, but I, I love, I just love this whole attitude. If we could um, put it in a can or a bottle and just start giving it to people, you know, there's just so many cool things that, that, um, and reimagining the way things could be doesn't mean they have to be that way, mm-hmm. but being creative, you know, it, and, and I'm, I'm a creative person and I thrive. It sounds like you are obviously as well. I think we thrive around each other and I think it can be contagious as we do collaborate. And as you said, partnerships aren't easy, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's worth that, that tension. It's worth working that through. It's, um, I think sometimes we shut people down too quick. Instead of, I mean, I've learned to, to like, if I disagree with somebody and it's like, you know, that, that sounds really dumb. I'm trying to go back and say, how did you come to that conclusion? What, what brought you there? Cause there, there could be a whole backstory mm-hmm. that we don't, even you know, know. Yeah. I, that we don't even know about it. it. It could have been something when they were much younger. I mean, it could be any number of things, but if we can learn that backstory and like you, you use the word uh, empathetic and, and having empathy Oh, that's so important. Yeah. You know, to, to put ourselves in that other person's position. Whew. I like it. I like it. It's, um, we're going to be here for days talking. So I know so much, <laughs> good, so much good common ground. No, it really is. Well, you're also an author <laughs> of something called the altogether cookbook. What, how did that happen? And, and what makes your cookbook unique from other cookbooks? Because there's a lot of cookbooks out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was really just a passion. It was a school project, and it turned mm. into like an actual thing that I worked on all summer. So what I did was I had a typography class because um, I'm a design minor at school. And, okay. Um, we were tasked with making a cookbook and like I flipped the script again and I was like, well, why does this have to say just as a school assignment? Like, why can't I make this a real thing? Um, <laughs> sure. Oh, like you can always learn from every experience and worst thing that happens is nothing. So um, I decided to DM 20 of my favorite entrepreneurs because the problem I saw with um, the barrier to entry for cooking is it just takes too much time. And so I was thinking, well, how do these entrepreneurs find time to cook if they are so busy because like entrepreneurs like look about this is like you give up a nine to five to work at 24 7. that's what like entrepreneurship just sometimes is when it's unhealthy and so yep. how these female entrepreneurs um make time to cook and what do they cook and so i dm them on instagram and these are like people like a hundred thousand three hundred thousand followers and they took the time to reply to me and like tell me oh i love these cookies from new york times or i love this chia seed pudding that's so easy in the morning for breakfast and it's healthy and so um like i said it's like collaboration and we got i got to make like a physical cookbook i actually have it it's a lot of different colors and I got to cut out each page and hand bind it together make the cover um and then a lot of people wanted it and so I turned it into a digital version and then I just gave it out as a reverse birthday present I published it on my birthday and then I just let my friends use it oh I love it I love it okay have you how many of these recipes have you tried to make but you're an entrepreneur so you're busy but have you tried to make some of them yeah, no, I think I've made like five or six, but I think there's like 
yeah, like 25 in here. So. Okay. Now, uh, in fact, Katie Ann, who is one of the co-hosts for, for you talk, who's unable to be with us, um, tonight, but she just asked, how do we get one? Yeah. Well, there's a link in my bio. It has like my website and there's like a link to the digital cookbook there. It's altogether cookbook. So it should be under like my work section. Yeah, it's all free. So definitely take it. Oh, well, we're going to definitely take advantage of that. So you have actually tried to, do you have a favorite that's come out of the book yet? Definitely the kimchi fried rice. So (laughs) yeah, I always watch in like Korean dramas. I was like, I want to try that. And then one of my friends, April, who uh, founded a startup on gentleness, she suggested it to me and then i was like oh my gosh this is amazing it's so oh uh now you've got me going because i I haven't had kimchi in a long time i well i think i've had it here in the states but i had it when i was in korea a few years ago yeah and loved it so i mean being italian it's kind of like okay you like kimchi yes i like kimchi you know (laughs) i want a food diet all the food i see i eat you know so that's cool like korean italian they do like kimchi pasta so you know even better Oh, you're killing me, Sarah. That's, I love it. That is so cool. All right. Now, I love how you pulled that together, by the way. You know, and what, what is so cool is that you DM these people, other entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs, correct? Yeah. And, and they did take, the, I mean, with huge numbers of followers. I mean, I hope that one day Utah can be up there with the 100,000 or whatever it is. But what I love about it is you, you got their attention, it was something that they said, kind of that aha mm. experience. You got their attention. They said, this is worth doing. This is worth, you know, I love that. And again, it seems to me that that was flipping the script one more time, you know, yeah. because how many people would think to, to, to reach out to via DM, somebody with all those followers, entrepreneur, they're busy, you know, all of that. And yet they responded, and you've got this great cookbook. Um, yeah, we definitely have to, to go on and get a copy for you, Talk, and, and then we'll yes. let you know which one we, we tried once, yes. I should say, you know. Okay, now, you're a cookbook author, so I, I've got to ask you the question. This is like random, but I'm going to ask you anyway. <laughs> if you were a salad, what kind of salad would you be? Hmm, I think I would be a pesto salad in that like it's it's, you know like the dressing's green like everything looks green at first sight it's like pretty plain but then you and it's like oh there's like really interesting flavors here um i think similarly like i i think i'm just honestly i'm just a normal person (laughs) i think like as people get to know me there's like different layers and also different things that i learn from other people that make things interesting so Mm. yeah a pesto salad. Yum. And I like like that little Italian just flair in there with the pesto. I mean, you you know, of course, you got to have that. So, okay, you read me well. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, when you're Italian, it comes out in everything, right? So yeah. um, even having that, that, I mean, there was a connection there between guests and, and, and in our in our chat here, which is so cool. Um, let's go back to the pandemic for a moment. Um, we're not out of it completely yet. Um, you know, there, I think there's a lot of confusion about um, what's actually happening and, and the masks and all. But leave that aside. How did you adapt to it um, as an entrepreneur? I mean, you're super busy. There were 
obviously limitations and and yet there were other i mean were there various rhythms for you um everything has been online so much mm-hmm. uh, in fact we started this particular show um really at the beginning of the pandemic and, mm-hmm. and it's turned into something much more than we had ever imagined and it's very cool because we get to chat with people like you and and um you know tuck i think people uh, watching and listening are, are learning some very cool things but um, new opportunities were created. Uh, how did you adapt? What what happened for you personally and maybe your online team? Because I'm, I'm assuming that that's what it was like. It maybe still is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Gen Gen, we're still 100% virtual. But um, just to start, for me personally, um, yeah, so I'm still in college. Um, and I was just a sophomore when the pandemic hit. And so being sent home was very... Like, oh, what what is happening? This is... Mm, mm-hmm. uh, but I think I actually, like, thrive under weird circumstances because I always see opportunity. So um, that's both, like, a strength and a weakness of mine is I sure. see opportunity because the risk with always seeing opportunity and ways to, I use this word, word carefully, but capitalize on opportunity... Sure, is- yeah empathize with people and that is something that I learned about myself that year actually so it was like perfect timing and so when we got sent home I intentionally did nothing so that Mm. I could listen and see and observe like people on the front lines what how are they feeling like what about people whose family members have COVID and like truly seeking to empathize and listen to people before Mm -hmm. taking action and so that's Mm. why even Jen Jen, I already had the idea, but I didn't start building the team until October because I realized like I need to listen to people first and sure. not just ideate and do because that's usually my instinct is when things get crazy, when things get weird, when things get uncertain, I just try every outlet possible. Sure. Time I wanted to see like what is going on with people who are genuinely struggling because I'm very privileged. Like I have a, I had a house to go back to. Like I wanted mm. to make it. And like, that's already a privilege. I like still had food. I had family. And mm. so it was tougher. Like how, what are they going through? And how can I best help with who I am and what I can do right now? Mm. So I, I guess one of the major ways that also helped me to slow down is rest and Sabbath. So uh, I'm a Christian. Sure. And so that's something that, uh, I started to implement because uh, I didn't before is like take one full day of the week to not do work and separate my work because I'm very much, a, very much prone to being a workaholic. And so I needed to have rhythms in place to stop me from burning mm-hmm. out or like doing things where like I probably shouldn't have been doing. And so, um, yeah, so I did Sabbath. And then later on when I felt the timing was right, um, started to build the Gen Gen team. You know, that's a great reminder, Sarah. I, I, I will take that personally because I tend to be a workaholic, you know, and I think that Sabbath is, it's something I need to work harder on. I think for all of us, we should, because it's huge. It makes a, it makes a big difference, you know, to have that rhythm in our life. Um, and, you know, for me, it's hard because I know it makes a difference. I know I need to be more focused and more intentional, I guess, mm-hmm. on doing that. Um, and yet I see I'm, I'm one of those two in, in uh, I don't want to say opportunist because that sounds right. kind of negative, but I see opportunities. I see things that, 
Um, you know, one of the things that I, I do normally, typically uh, outside the pandemic is go into schools. Uh, you know, middle schools, high schools, uh, junior highs, and I do, I use my drums and I do a, a, an assembly called Choices, play drums, have fun, talk about choices. Well, that was gone. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that was just absolutely gone. And yet this last school year, towards the end of it, this door opened for me to start doing assemblies, if you will have it, via Zoom. And playing drums and, and, and you know, uh, uh, getting drummers from the band. And it was just, it was this whole new opportunity that I just thrived on. Mm. Um, but sometimes I think we miss that if we don't have that downtime. Right. You know, to, to recharge, to rethink, right. um, to focus. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for that reminder for me, but also for uh, people in our audience, because I think that's huge. That's such an important thing. And I think it's it goes beyond just a pandemic. You know, I think it's something that really needs to be part of our, our regular life. And, and I want to go back to something you said, because it struck me, thankfulness. Mm. You know, it's so easy in this fast-paced, gotta have it, um, you know, I'm being denied or whatever, developing an attitude, a heart of of thankfulness, Um, you know, to have a house to go to. I know for me, I I don't know why every day it's like, I'm so thankful to God for food to eat Mm -hmm. because I know there's people, you know, that don't have it uh, or don't have enough. And I do. You know, and I have a home to live in that's, you know, where I can turn the air conditioning on when it's really hot or I can turn the heat on or um, there's so much real. I think if we can develop that heart of thankfulness, it can become contagious as well. Just just looking at those things that that we're blessed with. Um, Okay, thinking about the world in which we live and some of the situations we've had to deal with, how, from your perspective, how do those who are joining us on the show, they're, they're listening, they're watching, um, they have dreams, mm-hmm. the things that they want to accomplish, things that they want to be, things that they want to do. In, in 2021, how so much is accessible. I mean, it's crazy how much is accessible. And, and I think we've seen it even more because of everything. I mean, yes, there's certain uh, drawbacks with everything being online, but yet um, I know just like with our interns, with Jetty and, and, and others, and, and uh, we have Jetty and Hannah right now, and the community we have by going online and having a Zoom call. I mean, it, it's just, it's so encouraging, but taking really going back and saying, okay, how does somebody, what, what are some key thoughts you have in somebody saying, Hey, how do I, I've got this dream. I've got this, this vision, this purpose that I want to accomplish. What are some of the basic steps in that? Yeah. So one thing I did just a little story time is I became a micro influencer in high school just because I was just really curious about how Instagram worked. And I also, I just wanted to genuinely encourage people on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was um, I started posting like journaling stuff and like study notes mm-hmm. um, like, that are like really nicely laid out and all that stuff. 
Um, and like from there, this is for someone who doesn't have a dream yet, but how to find one. Oh, trying things out and just like doing things that you love doing and then just continuing at it and seeing where it goes. Mm. Um, like I just enjoyed like posting on Instagram. I enjoyed um, writing things out very neatly and like organization. And so I just started posting about that and it got to like 15,000 followers and like wow. friends were like following me or asking to collab and stuff. And I was like 15 years old or something. <laughs> and so, yeah. Like if you don't know your dream yet, just try out and I'd say like prototype life. Like, what what opportunity is like right in front of me that I'm interested in trying like just do it like you want to make a TikTok just do it um of course like be safe like don't give out your address or anything but that's right <laughs> definitely don't do that yeah but if you do have a dream just talk to people about it because you'd be so surprised how many people are down to support your dreams like I just started talking about Jen Jen and like how I wanted it to happen and then I happened to meet Kara my um, co-founder and then she's like oh my gosh I really love packaging I really love stickers and like stationary stuff and then she was like yeah like I'm, I'm cool I asked her like do you want to do this thing with me you want to partner and do Jen Jen build our team and then she's like yeah and so if you do have a dream just tell people about it and you never know who could respond or want to help you out because I think people are a lot more willing to support others than we think um mm -hmm. that's experience like i reach out to a lot of people like how i got to internet nintendo it's just people genuinely wanting to help and people who care and so yeah if you don't have a dream prototype things out and if you do have one just start talking to people i love it i like you're you're a world changer i mean that you're changing the world and and we're really big on that at utah is is being able to to look and see um, you know, we talk about going mad, you know, making a difference. And that, that is what I, I never put that together, but that is so true. It's, it's, and some people, like you said, you don't have a dream prototype it, you know, don't be afraid. And I think a lot of people are held back fear, maybe fear of failure. Um, or what are people going to think if I do this, pursue your dream, you know, it's, it's, we're all given gifts, you know, different gifts and different abilities, which makes life so cool. Because mm -hmm. if we were all the same, you know, it it would be boring. You know, as much as I'd like to say, okay, we should all be Italian drummers. I mean, you know, <laughs> that, that would be boring, obviously. But no, I mean, we there's so much we can learn. And to hear somebody's dream, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna chew on that some more because I think that's something we could do at Utah is just mm -hmm. invite people you know in our audience to share your dream with us tell us what it is you dream about you know what you'd like to see happen or getting you know that is so great to be able to encourage like that that is definitely something that i think has has changed part of the world anyway mm -hmm. now if people want to stay in touch with you and i I, I, we're, we're always up against the clock. I think we can continue this conversation uh, quite a bit and we'll have to have you back on when we can get your schedule, you know, to, to kind of mesh with ours. Cause I just appreciate it. This is just great, great convo just to, to talk about real life and talk about encouraging people and, mm -hmm. you know, pursuing your dreams. I mean, that is like a big, yes, do it because your dream could change the world. Or find a dream. Surround yourself with people that don't surround yourself with with downers. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I I think you're you, you and I are similar in this. 
I don't like to be around people that are just always down and always all criticizing that. No, lift me up, you know? Uh, yes, maybe something needs to be changed, but I want somebody that encourages me. And, and uh, I've had, I don't know if you've had the experience yet to have a mentor, um, but I have been blessed. Um, I see you shaking your head, so I'm guessing you have too. And and I miss, I've lost a couple of them, unfortunately. Uh, mm. You know, one at, believe it or not, 102. Um, I mean, it was just, and and he was so, cra- it was so crazy. Um, I mean, he would sit there and he'd say, Steve, I want you to call Sarah, and her phone number is, and he's not reading anything. And they'd say, well, how, did you get my latest email, um, Evan? Uh, okay, I'll tell you what I said, but I want you to go home and I want you to look it up. I mean, I, I missed that, but I've, I've got a couple mentors now still that are just, I value, you know, that input. And we all need that encouragement. We need to be lifted up and, and thank you for sharing. I mean, that, that whole thing about pursuing your dreams. How do we stay in touch with you, with what you're doing on social media? Is there a place that you want to point people to? Yeah. You can just follow me on Wayfuls. Honestly, send me a DM. I'm super down to chat with people. I think Instagram is definitely the best way to reach me. It's just W-A-E-F-F-L-E-S. And yeah, I'm super down to just make friends and genuine. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I, now, what about Jen Jen too? I think I, I want people to know more about that. And, and how will they find you on Instagram there? Yeah. So we are Jen Jen, G-E-N-G-E-N dot community. Um, that's also our website handle, but yeah, you can um, DM us on Instagram if you have any questions. And we actually do have an upcoming campaign um, in August and the, and September as well. So we're going to be supporting different nonprofits and having different stickers. Um, and oh, we can release it here first. We're, we might have a documentary coming. So oh, nice. On the, yeah. Well, please make sure that you keep us informed. Okay, we'll try to watch your social. Give those uh, both of those to us one more time. Yeah, so Wafels, um, W-A-E-F-F-L-E-S, and then Jen Jen is G-E-N-G-E-N dot community. So Jen Jen dot community. Interesting. It, it's simple, simple to remember. We'll make sure that we put those in the notes for this show. Sarah, it's awesome. You know, I, I could continue to have this convo with you, uh, you know, for quite a while. And we'll definitely get you back scheduled so we can continue this stuff and, and, and talk about some of the other things. We really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule because I know you're busy okay. and you've got the new internship and all that kind of stuff. So many things to talk about. But thank you. Yeah. We really appreciate it. I hope our audience has learned as much as I have, because I feel like it's just been a, a rich convo and, and I enjoy those when I can walk away. And, and I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to have trouble sleeping because I may be thinking about all these different things we talked about. Um, yeah. I'm sure I'll conk out at some point, but thank you so much. Look forward to the next time we have to, to interact and um, we'll keep in touch. Yeah. Thanks so much. And thanks for sharing your stories too. I was also very encouraged. Oh, great. Well, thank you. You're kind. This is You Talk Radio. 